Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, this is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. And we're back after a long Thanksgiving break. Yeah, we take a good week and a half for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, you need to. Um, eating, digesting, traveling. Yeah, well, I didn't do... Well, I ate and I digested, yeah. but I didn't travel. No. But you did. I traveled. Yeah. Uh, not too far, but... Yeah, but um, we're like super rusty and we're like... We don't remember how to do this. I literally... Yeah, I was, was thought I was starting to record and I pressed the stop button instead of the record button because it's a square instead of a circle and apparently shapes are confusing to me. Yeah, we're um, full on holiday mode. Like, yeah. we don't know what's going on. I'm also extremely high right now on DayQuil because I've had a cold for the past few days and it's the only thing keeping me through. And uh, I just have to plug DayQuil. It's... A great drug. It's, it's like really a real good. drug. Yeah, it's really good. It will like dry you up and let you get out of the Do house. Do anything. I'm, yeah. I'm like worried now. I feel like we should all sort of be quiet about how great it is because I feel like the FDA is going to fucking take it off the market. No, they're it's not. So it's just like NyQuil with caffeine in it, right? And not the sleep stuff. I think yeah. that's the sign. I think that's like the ingredients. Yeah, it's like um, it's Tylenol mixed with Sudafed, I think. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's like an... It's just a great gives upper. It, it's an, yeah. yeah. Um, Mucinex is another really good one. If oh, right. You were saying, I need to yeah. try that. Um, that will dry your shit up really hard. Yeah, I don't even have, I don't think I have that much mucus. It's just more of a like cough and like a body ache type of cold. But oh. I'm feeling great right now. All right, good to know. Uh, Goop is still a website. Yeah. They, they didn't take a Thanksgiving break. Are you sure? Well, they, we have two weeks of newsletters to cover. Oh, well, I only covered this last week. So. Oh, okay. But this last week, it seemed like they were pretty hardcore on break. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I looked at all of them from last week and the week before. And together, it was sort of enough for, for one week. Yeah, they... Um, uh, they repeated a lot of the gift guide stuff. They were really phoning Which I it get in. it. They want, you know, they want to sell those $30,000 gold cat statues or whatever. It's time to sell. Um... What else is going on in Goop News, Brian? You well, have something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just talk about it now. Because everybody has sent me this article, and I haven't read it. I Well, like, just before we started recording, like, skim the first half of it. And it's, it was a thousand times crazier than anything I was expecting. It's hard to read. So, okay. And why don't you tell us what it is? So, Goop is doing a second... Uh, version of their wellness summit that they did last summer that remember if you remember correctly we were almost invited to and then not invited and to. we kind of asked for money and we raised $50 yes. uh, but anyway they're doing a second wellness summit in New York um, so we're not even going to ask to go because if they didn't you know let us go they're to not going to fly us out to New out. York but maybe they will they Who could yeah. hey if they you're should they should um, so as before, uh, there are 
guest speakers, which include a lot of like Gwyneth's actress friends mixed with goop crazy doctors. Yeah. So this one has, I think, um, Meg Ryan, Chelsea Handler, Bryce Dallas Howard. God, Meg Ryan at a goop wellness summit. Good night. That is heaven. God, it's a lot of, a lot of great actresses of, of your and today. Sure. Um, and you know, typical, I don't know who the other doctors are. It's like, you know, typical goop doctors, but there's one new lady who I had never heard of before. And I don't, as far as we know, at least since we started covering Goop, I don't think she's been um, in the newsletter. But Do you know her name? Her name is Dr. Kelly Brogan, MD. Okay. But MD in psychiatry, just FYI. But that's still an MD. It's still an MD. Um, and I don't know what she's going to talk about. Probably, maybe she will talk about psychiatry. But she has a past of being sort of a conspiracy theorist and uh, one of these people who thinks like the government is basically sickening people. Um, one of her theories is, and I guess this is the most outrageous one, that HIV does not cause AIDS and um, that it's like the treatment for AIDS is actually what is making people sick and killing people. Okay, and that's like probably one of like the most out there insane conspiracy theories. Like that was like Alex Jones shit. Yeah. So she had, I guess this is, this is a, an essay or a weird tone poem that she wrote in 2014 (laughs) that really makes very little sense that I guess she took down, but it's still available online and I'll get to you, get to why it's available online in just a second (laughs) and who is making it online. But I bet you can guess. I I bet you can guess. Yeah. So she says, um, this medical scientific industrial marriage has brought us many a meme that we hold on to society. Wait, a meme? Yeah, so she's saying that these things are not facts. It's just like, I think, I don't know that she's using the word meme correctly. Is she using it in like the Richard Dawkins way? Because Richard Dawkins oh. is like, I like meme. Did he invent the word or something? I don't, think so. I don't know. But like meme meant something else for like science people or something before it was like the internet meme. Yeah. And it just meant something that's like, kind of like information that gets passed around or something. I, I don't that's, know. Yeah, that's how she's using it. I think she's yeah. using it to mean sort of like conventional wisdom yeah, I rather think that's, than facts. I think that's like what it used to mean. Uh, so these are the things that she thinks are memes and not facts. Uh, that depression is a chemical imbalance. It is. Uh, that cholesterol causes heart disease. It does. That exposure to bugs equals deadly infection and vaccines protection. Huh? I don't know what that means. I think it rhymes. I, it, I yeah. I don't. Is even it know bugs it. like germs? Exposure to bugs. Yeah, I guess she means germs. So it's Expo- like you can like a virus, and then you can get vaccinated against a virus. Yeah. So she's saying it's just a meme that viruses cause disease and that vaccines protect you. From we it. think. I mean, that's I, just what we're interpreting. Because we, but way. bugs could mean. I don't know what that means. Like bugs crawling under your skin if you're a schizophrenic person? Like if you're... I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, and then can- cancer is a genetic time bomb. I guess that well, means that's, like... They all think that... What did what did medical medium say? Does Lyme disease plus time equals cancer or something? Yeah, like toxicity Toxins plus, plus disease? Diet? Yeah, something like that. Gluten? But- Something. Something. But yeah, these people think that there is no genetic component to getting cancer. And then the fifth one, the kicker, that HIV causes AIDS, the equivalent of certain death. And that's also like, I don't really understand what that means either, but I guess like AIDS is the equivalent of certain death. Yeah. She's she's just just saying saying that like AIDS is the equivalent of certain. And this is in 2014 when AIDS is, you know, treatable for people that have the resources to, to, to treat it. But, uh, I've never heard this one before that eight, that this is because I've heard like the conspiracy theories that the, you know the government released the AIDS virus on yeah, gay and, people and black people and I'll go along yeah, with that. that seems I mean, like perfectly why not? Me. Sure, sounds right. But I mean that AIDS is like fine or whatever, or like that HIV, HIV is okay. That like if you could, if but you then like with HIV, you're fine as long well, as you don't get treatment for AIDS. I mean, if you can live with HIV, isn't that like a lot of people are living with HIV now? They're like treating yeah, it. But they're getting treatment. They're, for I it. mean, yeah, you have to get treatment. You can't for just it. live with HIV and not get treatment. No, then you'll get AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this has been happening for forty. For years a now. long time. Yeah. Uh, so, crazy kook, bad science, probably should not have been invited to the group summit. She did take it down. So, I mean, but obviously she believes it. Yeah, this was not like from 1986 or something. This is from 2014. Right. But then 
Guess who waltzes in to try to take this lady? The bell of the fucking ball. Dr. Jen Gunter. And this is Killjoy. The problem with Jen Gunter is I agree with most of what she says. I agree with all of it. She's right. She's right, but she's so annoying. I know. And it's like I I really do. I mean, I do believe that she is right, but I also believe what Gwenna says that she is trying to get publicity for her own brand by of going. Of course, against, she like, is. She's, she's, I started following on Twitter, which was a mistake, but she's constantly tweeting, and it's funny. All she tweets about is like the hat or is the um, Twitter handle at G O P and oh at G O O P. It's like she hates <laughs> Republicans and she hates Goop. And I sometimes when I'm reading them, I'm like, wait, which one is she talking about? I now? know. Well, who knows. And she's one of these people, and this has nothing to do with Goop, but she, like, will just retweet the New York Times or, like, or like any news that comes out as if, like, we haven't, like, as if we need Jen Gunter oh, to yeah, tell us the I fucking know. news. Why? Like, I don't understand people who do that. Oh, this is an important article. Yeah, it's important. I can follow the New York yeah, Times. Yeah, I'm following the New York Times. I don't need Jen Gunter to fucking retweet that, like, Flynn is uh, taking a plea deal yeah. or whatever. Yeah, oh, thanks, Jen. Yeah. Dr. Jen. <laughs> so, um... I also had a close call, almost physical contact with Jen Gunter over Thanksgiving. Ew. Because she was in the Bay Area and I was in the Bay Area. Okay. Over Thanksgiving. And then I went to visit my friend in Marin County and I drove right past the ferry that goes from Marin into San Francisco. (gasps) Right, like literally two hours after she had taken... A, fo- a selfie on that very ferry. Oh my god! So you were really close. I was to her. really close. A shudder went down my spine. I said, "I don't want to be in close proximity to Dr. Gunter." No, because she'll come up and she'll tell you you're wrong. I know, and it's like, let us have fun. I know. Like, let us have fun. Uh, I do agree that this doctor is probably going too far. And this I- doctor is clearly a crazy person. I mean, like her, this weird, just not even what she says, which is crazy, but then the way she wrote it out makes no sense, and is also she's clearly insane like everything about this person is bad and like a lot of these doctors a lot of these doctors are are kind of kooky yeah they're not well no um but this i mean i think it's like it's the aids thing is still of you know it's a a, a hot button issue issue. and also yeah where did this woman come from i don't remember reading about her on goop um so what what gunter has been doing aside from like writing you know diatribes on her own blog and retweeting everything is she's reaching out on Twitter to the specific actresses that are going to be at the summit so yeah. she's like at Chelsea Handler do you know that you are going to be sharing the stage with this crazy person at Bryce Dallas Howard do you know that you are complicit in this woman I don't I mean, okay. I do think it could work. I do think that Gwyneth could like, disinvite this woman. Yeah, maybe she could disinvite them, but it's like I don't know, like so Meg Ryan then is like complicit if she like attends this thing. Yeah, I mean, even I, though this I woman like took this stupid thing down and like it's like one crazy doctor. I guess like I don't blame any of them, and I don't even blame Gwyneth, which I probably should. But um, it is true. Like if if we were invited to speak, and like I don't know, like Sebastian Gorka was also, <laughs> or like Ivanka Trump, like we, we would be complicit in that, right? Well, it's not like Ivanka Trump's event to like say how much we love Ivanka Trump. Yeah. I mean, like it would be, I mean, it depends on what it is, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, is Meg Ryan going to be like, I endorse everything that everybody's saying here? No. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, this is supposed to happen in January. So I don't know if this will snowball or if people have other stuff to worry about. Um, no, but, other stuff than this. No, there's nothing. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so. Moral of the story is unfollow everyone from Twitter except for Dr. Jen Gunter because she'll tell you everything. That's she'll going on. yeah. If you follow the New York Times, you're wasting your time. Streamline it. Go straight to the source. Get Jen Gunter. <laughs> Every, well, and also I guess she did, and this is a good accomplishment. We have to give her credit. She did publish an op-ed in the New York Times. Oh yeah, so, so I like, guess she, she's she like, is like working for them. Well, she, I, it was an eh. op-ed about how men have vagina shamed her. And it's good. I, you know, men are so straight men and their issues with vaginas. I'll never understand it, but I know, well, actually I understand it. It's just misogyny, but you know, fuck them. And like I said, everything she says is right and it's good. It's just like, oh God, it's like every time. Yeah. So she's a killjoy. She's a killjoy. Uh, but I'm glad that she, I'm glad that there is someone like, she's like a great just character on, in the world of Goop. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's fun that they have a nemesis. Yeah, yeah. And Everyone it, needs a nemesis. Yeah, and 
Goop has Jen Gunter and Jen Gunter has us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get started. Okay. Um, what was your best? I mean, look, it was Slim Pickens, but I would yeah. say the best of this week were the purses. Ooh. There were... Um, so this entire newsletter was basically just a bunch of gift guides like it like in under like a thin veneer of some sort of article but whenever they talked about purses I was like oh my god I want that I want that that Chanel purse that I talked about before they have this Chanel purse on goop that's like that like normal Chanel thing where it's like the pleated pillowy yeah, yeah. thing whatever the Chanel stuff but it's like blue and it's big ish and I just want it so bad I love Chanel I love Chanel so much and I want it's that classy purse. and like Chanel I feel like Chanel never goes out of style no it's it can't yeah. it's classic it cannot go out of style it's like not everybody it can seem sort of like I don't know old lady-ish I guess but if like a little girl has a Chanel purse it's so cute yeah. if like someone a girl in her 20s has a Chanel purse it looks great like it really isn't like it feels old lady-ish but it's not because well they I mean, it's never been the most trendy. It's never been it's like not. when like Louis, Louis Vuitton, Vuitton or something yeah. like Gucci. And then a couple years later, it just looks trashy. Like Chanel's right. never had that. Yeah. Um, I do have to say that I've been watching a lot of Real Housewives of New Jersey lately and they are into Chanel, which makes me... No. But it's not Chanel's fault. It's not Chanel's fault. And um, I used to have this amazing... I've spoken about it on this podcast before, but I used to have this amazing fake Chanel that I lost and I want a real one so bad. And also... How much or, was this purse? I stole it from my mom, so it was free. Oh, no, I meant the one on the... On oh, uh, you know, like $4,000 or something. But, and then they also had this, like, great Birkin bag, which, like, I've never really wanted a Birkin bag before, but seeing this one, it was just, like, I was, like, okay, I guess I get it. Like, that yeah. is a pretty great bag. And that one was, like, $15,000. I mean, they're, those are expensive. But... I don't know. I used to work with this girl at Color Me Mine. You know Color Me Mine? Yeah. It's like a place where you paint your own pottery. You worked there? Yeah, when I was like just out of high school. Okay. And this girl, she was like the manager and she had like really, she had a bunch of fancy stuff for some reason and she would always say like every woman needs to have one really expensive purse. And she had like, a, I don't remember what she had, but she had some purse that was like $4,000. She was like, every woman should have one. As and she's I, paying you like $8 an hour. Well, and her. also getting paid $8. Like yeah. she wasn't like yeah. a bot, like she was like a true, she was like 20 and like a manager. And she like lived with her like rich parents. But I was like, mm. but I've like always like really taken that to heart and been like, you know what? I should have one really expensive purse. I've never had one. It's true. I mean, well, the funny thing, if you do, like, because I've had, not to that level, but like once years ago, I got a pair of sunglasses that were probably like $200. Yeah. And to me, that was like insane. Yeah. And the good thing is it made me really not lose the sunglasses sure. or break them because I knew that they were worth money. But also, it's like I would wear them every day. Like, if yeah. you have one, I feel like you would have the... um temptation to just like wear it every day yeah and not accessorize with other stuff if you had like one really fancy thing that's why the chanel would be so good but you probably then i guess wouldn't want to get that blue one because yeah. you want a blue oh, purse you want to be like the girl with the blue, the blue purse, purse. <laughs> you're like uh deray mckesson with the blue vest yeah but it's a per but it's like a four thousand dollar <laughs> chanel purse yeah <laughs> um yeah no but Anyway, so purses. I'm and that will be when I'm an adult, when I know for sure I'm an adult, it'll be because I have a four thousand dollar purse. Sure. That sounded bad, that but is it's the validation actually good. for any woman. That is the validation, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, what was your best? My I get, yeah, this was not great. I, I think just because I have been eating like shit ever since Thanksgiving, yeah. my best was the article entitled A Week's Worth of Virtuous Lunches. Yeah. Um so I had a great Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, my cousin is a professional chef and he cooked it and it was awesome. But I didn't get to take home any leftovers. So Because you were in the Bay Area. Because I was uh, yeah, I was in the Bay Area. And so we flew home and we didn't have anything like right after Thanksgiving and we didn't have anything to eat in our cupboard or whatever. And I still had not gotten my fix of Thanksgiving. You needed more Thanksgiving. So and I think this is a good idea. I think I'm gonna do this every year now. I went to the store and I bought potatoes and a turkey breast and cranberry sauce and Yum. like squash and Brussels sprouts. And I spent the whole um, Sunday after Thanksgiving when we got home 
cooking like a second Thanksgiving dinner for just John and I to That's have so leftovers sweet. for the week. So you'd have leftovers. Even yeah, we didn't even have like a meal of like, like a second Thanksgiving meal. I literally like cooked it all and then just put it straight in the fridge. <laughs> and then so then we just had leftovers. But that's all I've been eating this past that's, week. That's fine. I mean, the Thanksgiving food, like, I've been reading all these, like, health things and, like, how to stay on your diet over the holidays and da-da-da. And a lot of people make the point, like, Thanksgiving is really not that bad. I mean, it's – you eat a lot and there's a lot of, like, butter and stuff. But if you, like, really look at, like, what the foods are, if you want to cook that at home, yeah. like – what like okay potatoes are fine some people the have an mat, issue whatever a lot of butter and a lot of butter yeah, turkey Turkey's obviously is great i mean like and then what is it like a bunch of like salads uh brussels sprouts like a lot of vegetables yeah. i mean you could definitely have all those yeah, if you cut out the stuffing and the pie which that's the, those are the things i didn't cook yeah which made me feel a little bit better yeah. it was like with and yeah instead yeah and then like um, butternut squash and Brussels sprouts. I mean, that's healthy food. I mean, but you put a bunch of butter on but it. But yeah, you know. and then after now, a week later, when I've been eating that, like <laughs> at least one to two meals a day of that. And we yum, just, right yum. now, all we have, we have a little bit of mashed potatoes left and that's it. But yeah, so this virtuous lunches, I'm like, God, I should do this. They, and they all, there was four of them. They all looked good. It was a cauliflower black bean bowl with kale guacamole. I don't know about quite kale guacamole. I mean, why? Just, I mean, why? But I guess that just means guacamole. It doesn't it's mean just guacamole with kale avocado, in it, yeah. I think. Uh, then, like, you don't have to do that. I know. A kim- kimchi and grilled chicken nori wrap. That sounds, that looked really good. It was like a, like a big su- sushi burrito, but with, with chicken, chicken and kimchi. That seems like super, that's like something a kid would get instead of sushi. Like that's totally. very, like, yeah. Uh, a lemongrass chicken banh mi salad. That's the thing. That That's was it. on the detox that I did, but I didn't make that one because okay. that was like on my last night and I was like too tired. Vietnamese food is great. It's hard. You have to buy like lots of different fresh herbs and stuff. Yeah, it's a little yeah. complicated. Uh, and then the other one is uh, Surya Spa Dal, which is just like a, a, a lent- Indian lentils. Yeah, I almost made that too. Um, I think I have time. made this actually because uh, it's the Ayurvedic one. Yeah. It's, it's all right. It's not great. It's like, you, it tastes like health food. Okay. But anyway, just like looking at the pictures, I was like, oh, I should, I should do this. Yeah. Um, and instead, I'm making fucking like cassoulet tonight with sausage and beans. So. Well, hey, it's slow carb. There's always next week. Yeah. Oh, it is slow carb. That's right. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, you're fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm totally off carbs. I, yeah, you've been doing keto. I have been. That's pretty exciting. been so exciting i wouldn't do an update at the top of the podcast about my diet which we normally do yeah. but i guess you might as well, might spill as well the beans just t- i was gonna spill keep the it bacon. hello i, was I walked into aggie's house today and it sm- i thought it smelled like pancakes because it was like sweet but it was just bacon it's like the maple bacon maple but ba- oh, yeah. you can have it because it's just like in the curing and there's like yeah, no yeah. carbs in it or sugar it smells really good oh yeah um i was like super anti-keto. I looked into it. I was like, I'm just going to give this a shot. It is my favorite diet I've ever done. I'm loving it so much. Wow. I think for some people it just clicks and for other people Mm -hmm. it just doesn't. But when I first, I thought that like everybody on keto never ate vegetables, never ate fruit, like was like super disgusting and just ate like meat all the time. But it's actually like a moderate protein diet. Like you're not supposed to have that much protein. So, and I don't like to eat a lot of protein. Like that's why when I try to do like four hour body or whatever, it like always makes me feel shitty. Cause like, I just don't want to eat that much protein. So you eat like a lot of cheese. I eat like a big salad every day. I have like bulletproof coffee, which I also have like railed against, but it's like, I kind of like it like blueberries. So you can have... Some fruits. Yeah, just you. You just like count your carbs. Yeah, uh, and you're not hungry. Nope. Is there? And but there's no like cheat day or anything. No, because you're in ketosis. Oh, okay. So like you actually like if you cheat, you'll like knock yourself out of ketosis and you'll have to like put yourself back in it. So Got like it. ketosis is when you have like such a small amount of carbs and a limited amount of protein, because that your body stops like using. Uh, like sugars and carbohydrates for fuel and starts like using fats. Uh-huh. So you burn like your stored fat instead of um, like the burning, like the carbohydrates that you're eating. Wow. And so, then you do this indefinitely. Well, you do it until, I mean like I'm just going to do it until I like reach my goal weight. Ideally. I mean, I do feel really good and it's not hard for me to stick to. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is like, I want to like eat like, 
like sugary like cakes and muffins and cupcakes and stuff but like that's not good for you anyway if you're trying to lose weight so it doesn't really matter I mean it's like okay to be like I want that and not eat it but there isn't like anything like healthy or normal that I like really crave that I'm not eating that's good yeah so that's Uh, it that's exciting yeah it's really exciting what was your worst oh my worst was the whole thing (laughs) the whole newsletter that we got on Thursday was such a disappointment. I mean, it was fine. It was fun. But I was like, these ladies are phoning this shit in. There is nothing like there was no doctor, no No. health thing. Really? The closest thing to a health thing was the like virtuous lunch thing. Right. Uh, There was no like wild health claims. It was all just like, what do you want for Christmas? How about this bracelet? How about this shirt? How about this sweater? How about this thing? Well, you can go on vacation to this hotel. And like, that was basically it. There was nothing like, there was no, there was nothing really in it. It was just another shopping guide. Yeah, they were coasting on the gift guide. I mean, I, I did go back to the previous week's okay, newsletter, okay. which it wasn't great, but there was a couple things. All right. Um, what, what you got? So, well, my worst was, it must have been from the first week's. Um, it was finally after a long hiatus, the second, uh, episode or whatever, the second, uh, issue of that, like husband and wife advice column. Oh, she I said, missed- he said, oh. which I was like, oh yeah, they were going to do this months ago. It was like, um, it's, um, it's a, a therapist and a screenwriter, husband and wife. Yeah. Which one's the therapist? And which the woman is, is the therapist okay. and the man is a screenwriter. I wonder who makes more money. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think he has any credits. Uh, yeah, screenwriter. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if you don't remember, it's basically someone, definitely a woman, writing in because all men are completely happy in their relationships and they don't realize that they're shit. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> uh, so someone writes in about a problem in the relationship, and then both of them will answer it. Uh-huh. from like the female perspective and the male perspective. And I don't know why it takes six months to... Maybe they haven't li- literally had not gotten a question for six That's months. That's entirely possible. But I don't think they ever get any questions. I think all the questions no. are made up. Why is it so hard for them to keep up with like their monthly or like whatever No, it's not that. Like Jean does it. Well, Jean wasn't in Thursday. Was she, yeah, in, she Monday? Was in Yeah, she was in Monday. I didn't read it because I assumed you would read it because it was just about mascara. Oh, um, was that Jean? I saw the mascara yeah. thing and I just kind of skipped over it. Wow. Sorry, Jean. Um... Jeez. I know. It's not like hmm. me at all. Uh, but yeah, for like all of the like special, like this and that. And I mean, they're good about the monthly goop collection because I guess they have to like make clothes. Yeah. But yeah, this one, it, I don't know. They're crazy. So this is Allison White, who's a life coach. Oh, who drained, who trained with psychotherapist Barry Michaels. Barry Michaels of Barry and Phil. Oh, okay. So she's, so she trained a pro- with him. She's, a she's a protege. Barry yeah, protege. yeah. And then David White, who's a screenwriter. Uh, so the question is, Dear Allison and David, I started an online business three years ago that's been a lot of work, and it's recently taken off. I'm suddenly earning significantly more money than my husband, and I can tell it's causing him resentment. There's tension in our marriage that didn't used to exist. What do I do? Oh, fuck him. Yeah, so like... Get a divorce. Seriously, well, the Allison is like, oh, men are sensitive... Uh, but don't apologize for making more money and, you know, just remind him that like we're a team and blah, 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 but don't like hold yourself back for anything, which I was like, this is, I mean, still, I would be a little hard be like, asshole, fucking buck the fuck up. Like either get a better paying job or let me buy you dinner once in a while and thank me. It's like, how fucking dare this guy? Um, I would be, I can't even tell you how pissed I would be about that. No, but then the man, the fucking unemployed screenwriter. Yeah. His answer was so horrible. He says, okay, David. And he's like this like good looking guy. Fuck him. Let me see the picture. Sorry, everyone who's listening. He's like oh, a, yeah, he's like know, a classically handsome like sculpture man. Yeah. Uh, David says, even as a young boy, I had the sense that I'd one day be expected to become the primary breadwinner for my own future family. This was optimistic on several levels. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, my mother always worked and had the same advanced degree as my father, but my dad made most of the money, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Well, I wonder why that happened. So she had the same degree but didn't make as yeah, much exactly. money. Wow. I guess that says a lot about men and how fucking important men are, you dipshit. 
And then he says, it sounds to me like your husband is experiencing a sort of cognitive dissonance. He thinks things should be one way, but reality is presenting him with something completely different. Again, I sympathize. I know women who have actually left men they loved and were and were widely attracted to for these reasons. I'm not making judgments here. Everyone's different. But as you two are married, I suggest having patience with your husband. And then he goes on. Hang on. Sorry. I want to go back. So he said he was optimistic about it because that's what happened in his family because his mother didn't make as much as his father despite having the same degree as his father. Yes. And that was optimistic. So he was optimistic that the same thing would happen in his life and that he would automatically be the breadwinner in his family. And that's optimism. Yep. He should stick a fucking metal rod up his urethra. He's a fucking <laughs> pig. That is the most... That is See, like, that is an insanely sexist thing to say. And it's horrible and, like, so dismissive of his mother. Unless I'm misunderstanding. No, you're understanding exactly right. Like, literally... I mean, that and that was obviously, like, the generational thing. And it's still obviously not solved uh but uh but yeah he's he was taking that as like um the good old days when uh a man and woman would have the exact same education and the man and the man make make more more money um so so now he's he's just uh he's just excusing this man he says i get that it's annoying to be quote-unquote punished for your success but i imagine what's really going on is more of an adjustment period for him while more and more men are being faced with this scenario, it challenges centuries of conditioning. The good news is it, this isn't a situation where you're the only one work, earning money, which might work for some couples, but probably not for the majority. Your husband works, earns money, and probably even has ambitions for more. That's a good thing. You're a two-income family. Remind him of this. Um, and then he says, uh, so tell your husband this. You two are partners, which is to say you're both in the boat. It may be that sometimes he rows, sometimes you row, but you're both in the boat. Gently tell him to forget whose oar is bigger and focus on all the places you can go when two people are rowing at the same time. And also tell him to go fuck himself and get a divorce because he's a fucking pig. It's not your job to be gentle with him. No. I mean, would he be gentle with her if she was like, I don't, you make more money than me. Of course not. It wouldn't even be an issue. No, it wouldn't be an issue at all. And if, if she made it an issue, he would think that she was insane. He should go. Yeah. He'd be like, you're crazy. You're fucking insane. You're yeah, you're not uh, thankful that I'm providing you with uh, yeah. a great income. She'd and you... be ungrateful. Yeah. Yeah. But he is... I would be say you're so ungrateful. Make your own fucking money. Make more... Then if you don't like it, go make more money. Make more money, yeah. Let's fucking have a contest and see who can make fucking more money. Yeah, I mean, oh my God. I would be so pissed at this guy. What is... I mean, Jesus Christ. Men's feelings. It's like, Jesus Christ. They're so emotional. And they yeah. say that women... I mean, no offense, Brian. Oh, no. Not offended at all are like so emotional and sensitive and gentle and da da da. And it's like a man can't handle living with a woman who makes more money than him. And if she, if he freaks out, the woman has to like stuff all of her feelings down. In addition to being the breadwinner supporting the family, she has to like pretend that she's not proud of it. Pretend that it doesn't matter and be, and like tell her husband how important he yeah, is. She started this business that became successful and she has to fucking apologize and insta- for it? Yeah, instead of and being, worry about his feelings? Instead of being proud of herself and instead of yeah. him being proud of her and supporting her, he's like, but what about me? Well, fuck you. Yeah. Start your own fucking business. Uh, yeah, men are so fragile. One They're fucking so thing to fragile. their ego and they crumble. I know. It's like the men, men these days with like, I mean, we're making like tiny progresses with equality, like not even anything major. And men are like losing their fucking shit. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, I hope it keeps crumbling. I hope all all these fucking guys go down. They're going down. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I'm talking about this guy, this husband. This guy, yeah. Oh, what a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, hopefully, stay tuned for <laughs> She Said, He Said. Yeah, little... so She Said, He Said is pretty good. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh, man. Um, what was your craziest? Oh, um... Oh, I mean, my craziest was like in the one on Thursday, they were like, I don't Oh, it was what the goop staffers want for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And it was just first of all, it started off and it was like, it's nice to give extravagantly, but it's also really great to score whatever's on the top of your wish list. And like I had to read it like three times because I understood what it said, but Normally when you see a sentence like that, like it's nice to give extravagant gifts, but it's about like giving to like charity. Charity or like making it simpler this year, like not spending a ton not of money. Not exactly. Yeah. But this time, it, this art, this wasn't, 
it's nice to give, but it's also really nice to get really expensive gifts. Like that was like the point. And I was like, I just, it, I've just never, you don't see that yeah. sentence written very often. It's funny. <laughs> and I was like, uh, good okay. for them for just being honest. I mean, they like to get stuff. And so then they all listed all the fucking shit that they wanted, which was like million dollar, like bracelets and all this. They were boring though. The women, there was like, I want a sweater. I want a purse. Yeah. I want, yeah. which is like, that's all any, that's all yeah. I want too. But then one of them wanted a $6,000 blanket. And she Ooh, was like, too. this is a really nice blanket. And if I got it, I would also probably wear it around town. <laughs> I totally get it. Malibu if I, while running errands. Oh my God. If I had a $6,000 blanket, I would never I'd cut a it hole off. in it and put it over my head and <laughs> yeah. turn it into a dress. And, be all, and I'd live in it. It'd be a tent. I would never I, leave home. I would well, just, I could. It would be my home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would be homeless. Yeah. I would be the have, the have the fanciest tent in Skid Row. Yeah, basically. <laughs> mm, not bad. Hmm. Um. Oh, my God. These yeah. people. They'll probably... I wonder if they think that, like, if they put this down, like, that will be what Gwyneth actually gives them for Christmas. Like, Maybe. Oprah. Because you know how, like, Oprah gives their, her staff, like, really extravagant gifts? Yes, I do. Um, I wonder if Goop gives extravagant gifts. I bet... I bet not. I bet, like, <laughs> I know, nice... I get that feeling. But, like, not extravagant. But not... Yeah, not like I mean, what Oprah gives. Prove us wrong. Let us know. Well, let us... Please yeah. tell us what you actually get. Uh, you don't have to... You can just email us. We won't say yeah, we will, Yeah, we won't... We'll keep you totally anonymous. Um... I oh so the my my craziest was obviously like the Jen Gunter yeah that Kelly, was so what's her crazy. Face thing. but I do have a saddest ah. which was um it was on like last Mondays and it was um you know Megan O'Neill who's like the new girl at Goop who like remember like a couple weeks Did you ago try stuff yeah she yeah. Like tried stuff so she has one thing where I guess she was home for Thanksgiving with her mom and her mom like straight up told her her teeth were yellow really <laughs> yeah she said. Uh oh, she was talking about her like new experiences at Goop while she was home, and she said, I noticed that she wasn't listening, and I said, Are you listening? And she said, No, I'm looking at your teeth, wondering <laughs> why they don't look white. Oh my god. It's probably those coconut milk lattes you're always exclaiming about yellowing things up. <gasps> and then Megan said, My teeth are yellow? And then her mom, who seems like quite a tough woman, said Tarnished is a better word. Jeez. So I think Megan went into a teeth shame spiral. That's Which, if my mom said that too, like, God, I, yeah, I would go crazy. I would be like, I'm going to get out of this fucking house. I would be so <laughs> would crazy. Yell yeah. back. Yeah, I don't think Megan and her mom have that type of relationship. Yeah. Um, she like shut up and, and got to work on her <laughs> self-care for teeth. That's what makes you pretty. That, like people who like, if your mom says something like that to you and you just like are shamed and then like you work on it, you end up being like a pretty girl. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. are like me and your mom says something to you and you're like, oh, fuck yourself. Then you end up being like, you're wearing like a full body like sweat outfit at like noon <laughs> like I am right now um so Megan found this $24 mouth rinse that is uh, made with essential oils like tea tree frankincense and echinacea it has collagen magnesium and coq10 blah 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 of course the doctor who invented it says our mouth is the window to our gut health which it's ding, true ding, ding. it's the beginning of uh that's what the beginning of the digestive process chewing. it's true so she uses this olas Mouth rinse. Of course, a, now she uses a charcoal toothbrush. Duh. I use one too. Um, Doesn't help. fancy natural toothpaste. I'll buy it. How much is it? How much is it's it? It's only $7.95. Oh my God. <gasps> David's premium natural toothpaste. Oh my God. Oh my God. Because I've always wanted... I wanted to... I've always wanted to try that one that like Marvis. Oh. I only know get. like... Yeah, I know. I've seen that. I, uh, I'll sometimes, my mom, for some reason, has... Uh, the toms in my bathroom yeah. when I go home. So I, I use that. I don't like that. It's all right, but yeah. Yeah. Marvis is the one it's in like a metal or yes. like a tin Oh, they used thing. to sell that in anthropology. Yeah. It's like. It's not. It's like. It's literally like pre-fluoride, like what they used to brush your teeth with in like Victorian England. Okay. It's not good for oh, you. Oh, I would want. Flu so does da David's have fluoride? Uh, No. Well, whatever. I'll it get says it, it, it fights bacteria without fluoride. Why are these people all afraid of fluoride? I don't know. Um, the EWG, which I have no idea what that is, classifies it as hazardous. Um, and so, oh, and then Megan also now uses cocoa floss. Yeah, she did admit, really pushing that cocoa floss. Megan did admit that she didn't really floss before. I don't really either. Really? I, I do. But I'm going to get this. This cocoa, cocoa floss, floss, she says, is like a 
pillow on your teeth. It's not, it's not harsh at all. I'm going to get all this shit. Um, it's then, not expensive. No, none of this is that expensive. And then the next time I see my mom is about three weeks later. Oh, I guess this wasn't for Thanksgiving. This was earlier. I'm telling her some story when I notice that she's following along this time and not peering into my mouth. Oh. I interrupt myself to ask her if my teeth look different. And her mom says, they don't look tarnished. Hey. And then Megan says, why didn't you say something? And then her mom says, because teeth are supposed to look like yours look right now. <laughs> what what are you doing differently? And then Megan starts by telling her about the best, best looking mouth rinse ever. And Goop continues. And Megan's mom was right. And uh, and improved Megan's mouth health. I guess so. But now I want like an advice column by Megan's mom. I wonder if that's true. Oh, I'm sure it's completely false. Megan's I definitely mean- like an orphan who doesn't have a mother. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess like, wait, what's the, oh, so the rinse is probably the best. How much is the rinse? The rinse is 24. That's the most expensive one. And then, yeah, the, char- I'm sorry, a charcoal toothbrush is not going to do shit. No, but I, I use one. I just like, it looks really cool because yeah. it's black bristles um, and Brian uses one too. And like, also there's a, me- I mean, this is obviously an after picture of Megan, but like her teeth are brilliantly Beautiful. white, like perfect. And I can't imagine in three weeks that it changed that much. No. Also, you know what they say is good for whitening your teeth is like strawberries. Huh. Like there's like some trick to like mixing strawberries with like some, like maybe baking soda or something weird. Weird. And you like rub it on your teeth and you can like bleach. It's like a natural teeth bleaching thing. I should thing. try that. My dentist always gets on me because I drink coffee and my like teeth, know, yeah. they are so disgustingly yellow <laughs> and I want them to be beautiful pearly white. Um, but yeah, if your mom said that, you would not react the way that Megan did. I wouldn't be like, well, I'd be like, okay, well then why don't you go online and buy me all this shit then? And then she would probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's easy too. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was my saddest, but it had a happy ending. And it did have a Megan ending. and her mom have a complicated relationship as we all do with our mothers. Oh, sure. I mean, I obviously yeah. do from yeah. like the way I reacted <laughs> to this article. Um, all right. What would you try? I, well, now I would try that whole teeth thing, oh, but yeah. I didn't read it before. But what I had originally was like, there was a weekend guide. I don't know. See, this was another phone in thing where it was like a weekend guide to like a girl's weekend. Oh, because yeah. like you would want to go on a girl's weekend over the holidays or something. Because like the wine is the wine nights are boring. I guess are if tired. over the holidays, so that means like you're single and you don't have a good relationship with your family. Yes. And, um, but not like, no, it's like you don't go for like Christmas. You go oh. like during the holiday season to like take. Take a breather from a the breather family. breather from oh, everything. That makes sense. So whatever. So they were like, here's where you can. They did like Miami, New York and L.A. And it was just a regular like city guide thing. Yeah. The Miami one sounded so fun. And I also I remember like nothing from any of these. Sorry, everybody. But the L.A. one where, you know, we live, they were like had like a bar section and I never go to bars, yeah, but they either. were like just like a list. I mean, there were so many like cool bars. Yeah, they were meet. ones that I, I hadn't. I mean, probably just like out of the loop, no. but like it, it wasn't sort of the typical w- ones that I would expect them to say. Yeah. It sounded like like there was one Cuban one where they play like salsa, salsa music, music or something, and, which sounded cool. Yeah. And like you need like reservations yeah. and stuff. And I was like, that is honestly how if I was going to go out like to a bar now in my life, that's so, how I want to do it. I've been to the one in Koreatown that they talk about. Yeah, I've read about that, that one. That one is, is very nice. And that one you need a reservation too, right? Well, I think I went to the part where you can just walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, which was very, it was still very nice, but I think there is like an even fancier part where you have to have a reservation. Like, why not do the reservation way? Yeah. I mean, you because they have a res- like a, a taste. Let's say it's like sixty dollars or whatever per person, and I think you get like four cocktails like paired with. It's like it's basically like a liquid dinner. Okay. <laughs> so like you're paying money for dinner, but you don't get food, and you just oh, get wasted. Sounds good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it seems. Cool. So that is what, what I would try. Talking? And I have, and I don't remember what anymore, but I was like, I'm going to start going to like fancy bars. If hey. I, if I go out for a drink, I'm going to go for a fancy one. Totally. Um, the thing I would try is they had an article about like goop, uh, employees, um, holiday traditions with their family. Oh yeah. And one of the guys, uh, Kevin, uh, Hyun, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm sorry. Um, but he's the front end developer 
and uh, he's from the Bay Area, which I'm from too. And his uh, Christmas tradition is my wife Ellie and I usually take turns with our parents for the holidays. Duh, that's what me and my husband do too. This year we'll be visiting my family in Oakland. My family lives in Berkeley where we usually open presents early Christmas morning and then get together with the extended family for dim sum. And I just think this is the best idea. Like, cause I grew up ethnically Jewish, but we did not um, follow any Jewish traditions. We like <laughs> celebrated all the secular parts of Christmas and yeah. all that stuff. So we saw, you know, open presents had a Christmas tree, all that. But I always loved the idea of Jewish people having Chinese food in, for Christmas dinner. Yeah, I always did that every year. That's so cool. But this, I think, is the best of both worlds. You can still have a Christmas dinner, but then that morning, do dim sum. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, this is fucking genius. And in the Bay Area, there's so many good dim sum places. So, well, we're in New Jersey with John's family this Christmas. But next Christmas, I'm going to put a little worm in my mom's ear and maybe try to do dim sum Christmas morning. Oh, you should. Yeah, yeah our Jewish way is like, we've always had... Um, like, my grandmother had, like, an ironic Christmas tree. She had this, like, weird sculpture of a palm tree that was, like, this, like, modern... She was, like, super into, like, weird L.A. artists. That's so cool. And she... It was there year-round, but she would, like, put Christmas lights on it for Christmas. Yeah. And that was, like, the Christmas tree. And we'd, like, put the gifts under it. And we'd, like, go over to her house and open gifts. And then she, they would... She would make, like, a like an egg, like souffle thing okay. like a cheesy egg thing that was really good and like we would have like brunch like kind of jewish food like cold cuts basically yeah, yeah. and then at night and then it would be like pretty much over we'd all go home and then like me and like my mom basically would just go have chinese food did my you have a would... specific place every year you'd go to or well i mean our our chinese food place has always been twin dragon um, is it on pico yeah yeah okay but on christmas it's like crazy hard to get in there uh, so like we would usually go to we usually go to twin dragon but then one time we went there's another one there's the other one across the street across that's like the street Foo's. palace and that's pretty good and that one is also very yeah, good yeah. so like that's where we go but then some people like go, that's where they go every year mm. but ours is twin dragon but if we can't get in twin dragon we'll go to Foo's palace cool yeah yeah those are both like old school they remind me of like old school new york style yeah uh, chinese places yeah um really that's awesome mm-hmm. uh what would you buy? Those slutty pajamas. They're like these slutty, pretty, like pink silk pajamas. They're like $400. Actually, I'm going to like try and convince Brian to buy them for me. <laughs> I don't think he will. They're very expensive. But I'm going to see. They're like silk and they're like pink and they're like sh- pajama shorts. And I already have like kind of something like okay. it, but it's not like, it's not as slutty. It's just like some shit I got from Target, but it's like shorts and a shirt. Mm-hmm. It's like pajamas. But I want those like silk ones. Cute. Thanks. And it's got like lace on them. Yeah. They're slutty, but yeah, they yeah. look also comfortable. That's nice. Yeah. Lingerie. Hm. Well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would get the, oh yeah, they so they launched a new product a couple weeks ago that I don't think we've gotten a chance to talk about. It's called Goop Glow. Oh, yeah. Morning How? Skin Super Powder. Wait, that's what you'd buy? Yeah. I mean, I won't because it's $60. But... um. Oh, my God, Brian. I'm shocked. I, it sounds... So, okay. So, basically, it's just... You know how, like, Emergency is 20 packs for, like, $3? Yes. And is the, yes. And it's the same it's thing same as exact this. thing, yeah. So, that's what this is. Except this one is not just good for your immunity. It's also good for your skin. Why? Because not only does it have vitamin C... Um, and all the stuff that Emergency has, it has collagen. Mm, that's the new thing. Um, but to call eating collagen doesn't make you produce more collagen. I don't know. It says, oh wait, I don't know what it has in it. All day your face, your skin faces sun, pollution, stress, and other toxins that can create damaging free radicals and oxidative photo damage. In other words, premature aging f- uh, from lines and wrinkles to dullness, uneven tone, and loss of firmness. Topical skincare helps, but it isn't enough. So this fights free radicals, provides photo protection, helps build collagen. So maybe it doesn't have collagen, it builds collagen. And then it's like science. All key ingredients have demonstrated efficiency on uh, on skin in human clinical trials. Quantity. We use those key ingredients at clinically effective levels. Not all supplements do. 
and quality. Ingredient authenticity and quality are guaranteed by third-party testing for every batch. And then immediately after that, they have an asterisk that says, these statements have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So typical Jeez. goop stuff. Yeah, wow. But uh, I bet it would taste good. I bet it tastes better than emergency. I doubt it. It probably is emergency. <laughs> it probably just is like literally the same exact thing. Probably. Well, like, read the ingredients and find out what it is. I mean, you I have no idea do. what the ingredients yeah, are. Yeah, but before you buy it. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. You're not I'm not going actually going to gonna buy it. No, I know. Um, but that's so funny. Oh, but you know what I'm drinking now that's kind of like that? Bone broth. Oh, I love bone broth. So good. Yeah. But it's just, it's like chicken stock. Do you make it in your Instant Pot? No, I haven't even brought my Instant Pot in for oh, the car. Oh, yeah. It's so easy. Uh, I've, yeah. yeah it's but I don't great. have any bones. Well, you buy a. Your favorite. I don't. <laughs> or my favorite. I guess I buy more. But no, you buy rotisserie chicken and yeah. then you just uh, put the bones in the freezer and then next time you need them. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. All right. That's what I'm going to do. Um, yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, you just add like, I mean, I think real hardcore bone broth, it's literally like just the bones. Yeah. But I like to make more of a regular chicken stock with like carrots and celery. and. and I mean, stuff. all the ones that I buy in the jars have like celery yeah, and yeah. stuff. So it's just, it's just chicken stock. It's just chicken stock, yeah. but it's like really, it's like $5 for yeah. one, but whatever. Um, It's great. It's so good. Uh, Well, guys, this was really fun. Yes. I'm glad uh, it was like, yeah, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. And more confused. Off, and more confused. Um, um, so stay tuned for the further adventures of Jen Gunter versus the Goop Wellness Summit. And us v- versus Jen Gunter yes. and versus the Goop Wellness Summit because we want to go so bad and we can't. And, uh, yeah, hopefully next week there'll be some more, uh, post-Thanksgiving, pre-Christmas craziness from Goop and they're not just going to talk about the gift guide. But you never know. You never know. Um, oh, I didn't get a chance to look at our iTunes, but if you wrote a f- five-star review we will definitely read it next week um please keep writing them we have a bunch right now which is awesome i know thank you so Um, much thank you guys for listening uh and follow us on instagram at goop yourself and twitter at goop yourself pod and we'll see you guys next week bye bye Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.